You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. I'm Joel. We're all back for the, <laughs> the first episode in a really, really long time. We took a very long unplanned break. Yes. But um, 2020, mm-hmm. we're going to be consistent. Yes. New we year, are, new year, new us. <laughs> we go serious. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, keep checking up on our feeds because we will we're going to produce a bunch of stuff we're starting today with um the galabi short film festival mm-hmm. and just show you how prepared we are like next week we'll have mm-hmm. an interview with one of the filmmakers cool shit and then um the week after that uh, we'll talk about atlantics by Matty diop it's on netflix so uh check it out if you have netflix please very much what you watch okay so we're going to talk about the Galavi Short Film Festival and I'm going to allow Joel to talk about it, like to give context on the festival itself because Joel was the curator of the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So give yeah. context to someone who wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, first of all, I'm going to give very unbiased opinions. Uh, <laughs> second, second uh, Galavi is a short film festival. Uh, it's a collaboration between uh, Gute Zentrum Kampala, which is uh, which was the German government, and uh, Maisha Film Lab. Uh, so it's been going on four years now. We've had four editions, and uh, basically we screen uh, short films from around Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, award-winning films from Africa, and a few films from Europe. Uh, this year we had Sweden and uh, Germany. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Yeah, and it happens annually. Basically, it's an annual. Okay. And this was the fourth edition of it. Yeah, fourth edition, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been good. We've gone for almost all. all. Yeah. (coughs) And it stands out in comparison to the rest because we have people who go for festivals quite a bit. Mm. And it stands out substantially for its program being really good. Not trying props to Joel just because it's here, (laughs) but really, (laughs) it has a good program and it has a lot of good Ugandan films and African (coughs) films, Kenyan films, Tanzanian films, all the time. They're really, really good. And the mixture, it's it's a collaboration with the other institutions, but you don't over mix it to a point that it's jarring. So I appreciate that from the festival a lot, a lot, a lot. So on this episode, we'll talk about um, films that stood out to us. Not exactly our favorite, just ones we want to highlight the most. Yeah. Uh, each of us will make our picks. Um, yeah. Timothy, you start. Yeah, so I'll start with what I think was the opening film of the festival, which is Facing North. Is it, is it yeah. Facing North? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Facing, Facing North. I think the Uganda title was Buchika Kono. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. I don't know if that's Buchika Facing Kano. North yeah. in, in Uganda. Mm. And the film was, uh, the short film was directed by uh, someone called Tukei Thomas. And I was actually trying to read about him and I saw he has, is, is he in Tisch School of Arts in New York or something? Mm, so maybe, I don't know if you know about him, maybe you'll try and tell us more about his profile. Mm. But anyway, his film is about uh, a lady, a character played by <coughs> Sissi Nansera. I'm not sure about the names, it's been a while. <laughs> so Sissi Nansera <laughs> is getting married and... Uh, on the day of the marriage, uh, we see we see her kind of go through these events where she has a she has a meeting with her former lover, and then we see kind of the conflict between her and her family and the, have have her lover, and then we also learn that she's going to have a wedding that day to someone who is abroad visit in the country. So uh, the Sissy uh, Nasera, the character who she's going to get married to, is played by Opio Henry Opolot. Uh, 
he plays a person who's in another country and their <clears> whole the, the most interesting thing about the film was that when it, when it comes time for the wedding uh, they have the wedding over Skype or something yeah. yeah and then the bri- the the bride has a mannequin standing as mm. for the for the for the groom mm. and i think the film was really interesting because it kind of highlights the whole idea of long distance marriages that are happening right now yeah. out of times either the, the 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 male partner or the female partner will end up leaving the country just to go and kind of find a living and then uh, sometimes suitable partners who may be in the country yeah like say the one she had uh, there's that sort of the push and pull effect. Should you actually stay here and be with the one you love, mm-hmm. or are you actually going to go and travel and sort of like create a, uh, a state of being that would facilitate a family or something of the sort? Yeah. So yeah, that's what, that was one of the very interesting films, and it was good that it was the opening film. We don't know much about the director, but maybe Joe. Will, you also don't know anything about you. Nope. Not, <laughs> not enough. He's, yeah. He has a very mysterious elusive Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't really find a lot about you. Yeah, but he yeah, he definitely makes some great work. It had uh, like just with the cinematography yeah. as well alone. Yeah, like, like story I say. Just the way it shot mm. is so meticulous and deliberate. It reminded me of like those old like vintage photos from the 90s basically that have like that bluish yeah. washed up hue from like the film it's it was you know it's great it was great and the whole just the image of her like marrying a mannequin yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's <laughs> that's really cool the first time I saw it, I really thought it was going to take a super dark turn. Like the mm, tone of the film, yeah, it does, the, yeah. the way the it's music. moving, the music mm. he's using, you're like, wow, what the hell is she going to do with her life? Like, what is she planning to mm. marry? Because it's not even mm. really straightforward, <laughs> yeah, like what her plan is. And But it ends really perfectly. And it's funny, it mm. has a really great scene yeah. in the in the bushes when she's talking to yeah. the yeah, guy yeah. she yes. has left yes. like for the richer guy and mm. it's such an enthralling conversation mm. that's so perfect yeah <laughs> i really love it that film mm. is great, great. Yeah. I, this was my second time seeing it since mm. i've seen it at a festival before i think i hope people would see it maybe we should go on youtube or something after some time i hope so yeah so great yeah, yeah. um joe what's your pick uh, for uh, Ugandan films, let's keep it Ugandan films. I think for now, I really liked ha, so many. I liked uh, slightly goes to a quarter. I think for me, yeah. I'm stuck between a quarter and quarry. Yeah. Uh, but a quarter more so for <laughs> like it's a daring uh, vision. Like yeah. like I loved I I love sci-fi and like old school science fiction movies really in general. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this really captured the spirit of that genre and yet showed us something very new. It was a very interesting world of like huts and like force fields yeah. and big vehicles, the people like wearing traditional clothes and even just the, the use of language as well. I think they were speaking maturely. Yeah. I I I I loved that. <laughs> And also, actually, the main, I was also really proud because uh, main, the main actress was, uh, she's a Maisha Lumnas, actually. Aww. Very talented. No she's a very talented young lady, writing, directing. I, I think right now she's like a radio DJ, but like, what? she's super talented and hardworking. Yeah. And yeah, I was, I, was, I was happy to see her act as well as she did. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was an enthralling story. I want to see more things like that. And mm. I also just liked... Uh, the ingenuity of like doing special effects mm. um, 
because of course yeah they're one of the best special effects in the world but i love that someone here is trying that yeah. and I, i want to see that develop because the, the, the little snippet of the story we got here was very interesting i thought yeah Yeah, have Doom. you watched any more of Dilma's work before? Uh no, I've just had uh I've only I've only like browsed through like I guess some of his artwork and yeah, yeah stuff oh, like that. It's a yeah. very sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. And he does like actual art like painting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. He, he makes me robotics oh, too, okay. so like you know, yes. he's, he's very into sci-fi. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad I didn't mention that he was an artist. Exactly. He's, 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 he's a writer. He's, yeah. yeah. Yes. He has done he was at the Clark Art Festival in 2018. Yeah. So I'm always usually seeing mm. images of his work. Yeah. He's very talented. Was, I will have to get him on the podcast. Mm. He's a good guy too. Yeah. yeah. Actually some of the images used in Clark Art seem like it would fit in this movie like really Perfect. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like some he had this really cool image of like maternity robots like delivering a baby in a hat. Mm-hmm. Like really really cool like super striking stuff. Um yeah so I want to see more from him. And one of the things that Dilma talks about a lot is how he is making a living out of filmmaking. Yeah. So he's going to be a very interesting person to talk to like 100% yes. and he's an internet guy like oh god I can't wait yeah. to talk to him fully to see yeah. how he's navigating this world at all. Yeah. And his things are so pure. Yes. <laughs> you can tell they come from a place they of like passion. Passion and yes. realness and This guy is so cool. But the film kept reminding me of Star Wars, by the way. I, yeah. It kept reminding me of Star Wars and Game of Thrones because mm. it was really a, a story about legacy. Yeah. With a fresh, fresh story. Like, and then they had a rebellion. It yeah. was very cool. Yeah. It had some really strong elements. He talked about how he was inspired by the fact that uh, Uganda will be a test location for GMOs. Mm-hmm. Which inspired him, so I would yeah. don't know like how that concept mm-hmm. leads to that because mm-hmm. the connection is not very direct. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have someone like literally utter outwards in resistance to something like that. Like, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah, the idea isn't. I, I I sort of agree with you that like the idea isn't fully formed like in words, yes. mm. but there's enough of it that it's you recognize. Yeah, it's very what enough right to say. make it really strong. So exactly. when he says, you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. and I think I, and I think also in comparison, also I'd say it's kind of like annihilation in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By kind of using the science mm. as like a focal point of well. of the story and yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, it's good. And yeah, like old school sci-fi, it ends horribly. Yeah, <laughs> as well, which yeah, which yeah. I always appreciate. Yeah. That. <laughs> Another cool thing was also the design, like some of the costumes. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see, was going out of his way to really do yeah. expressive. It wasn't yeah. really like yeah. yeah. Just, just see the, the technology as well. Yeah, as, as actually, yeah, the patterns, because yeah. you know, sort of doing the ones and zeros, he was doing it more of African patterns, exactly representing code, it's yeah. in an African setting, which is also a very cool. It was, it was great, yeah, well great thought out. Well. I liked it. Uh, for my choice, I'll, I'll pick Osirigan and film. I'll go with Family Tree by Nicole Magabo. So I'm going to again ship this. There will be an interview with her next week, so please listen to next week's episode. She's great. And this film, I really liked it, especially in terms of how the story unfolds. It's a story about a girl who is a young girl, eight years old at school. No more day, she's leaving home, and then she has to go to the hospital with her mother. 
and there was Peter she finds that her dad is on his maybe dying bed because he, he deathbed he just had an accident mm. and while she's there at the hospital it all unfolds that she has a bunch of siblings all from different mothers and really it it shows that she has a, di- a different family tree than she thought mm. and i really like this film because it's simple it's the kind of it's a, mm. it's a nice story it's simple it's so so true mm-hmm. most families are like that it's such a typical ugandan film it's set in ginger in 1998 for yeah, yeah she decides to make it a period piece because it was more true to a time mm-hmm. when the events actually happened mm-hmm. which was very cute to see and then ah using a child i really liked that the kid was was a good actress bambi it was mm-hmm. really nice to see events like that unfold in a child's eyes mm-hmm. i now have so much context about it so my brain is mm. is inflicted a lot with yeah. about it but it's a really good film mm-hmm. yeah what did you guys think about it i really really liked it mm-hmm. I, i think also what first arrested me was just the visual style mm-hmm. and very very big fun just that 90s Yeah. Uganda mm. <laughs> like look and Ginger has so many beautiful like older buildings that feel like they're from that time so it was like I was in there because she, she didn't even tell us what time it was set in but mm-hmm. but you feel it yeah. yeah you can feel everything I thought the acting was also great I really liked uh, the kid I liked Esteri yeah. as well I liked uh, was it Jida Was Jida also in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so they were yeah, really yeah. That cast was really, really, really yes. strong. Um, yeah, it was a beautiful, a very simple story. I also really liked the simplicity of it. It was like this time capsule of like things that happened. It was it was really sweet. I want to see more stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Cute story. Yes, uh, I hope. Pretty much echo everything you've already said, but I think I'll point out <clears throat> how mm. I liked how brave she was to adapt her life, sto- her life story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, to kind of get something that that could have a trauma attached to it, probably from the past, and actually come and sort of deal with that trauma using yeah. the film and telling that story. So it's the yeah. thing I was really impressed about. It was something that you can tell this from someone's mm. heart. It's not really something they're trying to manufacture, conjure in the air. It actually happened, and they're trying yeah. to share the experience with people so mm. eh, like you listen when you hear the mm. interview she's so open yeah. open yeah. open 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 it's fascinating mm. you can see how she was able to yeah probably even the film helped point. her with that like she's now talking she about, about it that. yes yeah it's, it's in the film now Sharon spoilers <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> Ugandan films and go with uh, the quarry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quarry uh, directed by uh, Edward Kagutuzi, mm-hmm. uh, produced by Savannah Moon. Yeah, they are known for uh, what was the TV show called? I'm forgetting. Okay, they the do Mela, Mela, Mela. Yeah, they, right now I think they are known for doing the TV show Mela. So uh, the quarry basically is a, is a, a surreal, I would say a surreal film whereby there's not really a lot holding the narrative together. It's just a collection of basically uh, i would say scenes happening within a quarry mm-hmm. involving probably a character or different versions of the same character so movie starts with someone 
I think it's a white person. White yes, person yes. wakes up in a bag in a quarry and slowly after coming out of the bag, washing themselves up, they go through this series of changes. First mm-hmm. he's a boy. No, he's a, I think the younger version is a black male, mm-hmm. older male. Yeah. Then he becomes a boy. And these characters, as they go through the quarry, mm-hmm. they see all these different things unfold. Out of them don't really relate in any particular way to the character and what they are actually experiencing. Yeah. But it creates a very interesting atmosphere. Yeah. And just seeing a film made like that, uh, a film made like that in Uganda, was really encouraging because it opens up. It's, it's not really sticking to a particular narrative. Yeah. It's leaving room for interpretation. And not exactly. out of films in Uganda really like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and also technically, I think the location they used really brought out the essence mm. of uh, the quarry and what it's like to be there. And a little bit of backstory, I was at some point involved in this, mm. and I saw the script like from an early stage how. And it really seemed impossible, almost impossible to adapt to Uganda or even just to make and get people behind it in Uganda because it was yeah. way out there. Mm-hmm. So actually just seeing it kind of get made and seeing it translated to the screen and yeah. seeing it shown mm-hmm. and causing a, and actually stirring up all this discussion <coughs> about filmmaking in Uganda and all that is was really great for me during the festival. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe anything you want to add? Yeah, yeah, like I said, yeah, this was was close for me between Aquata and Quarry, actually. Quarry was a really beautiful film, uh, very surreal, as you said. I guess the way I chose to sort of simplify it in my brain was, it was kind of like, it felt like there was this sensation of, like, your life flashing before your eyes when you die. Because, like, he has this weird, almost identity split with like the white guy, black guy, yeah, the child. Yeah, then you see him devolve into a child yes. slowly, and it's like you have all these snippets yeah. of memory and like altered memory. Yeah. It felt like the like the sensation when we're like editing from scene to scene felt like the way a mind a mind would work. Yeah. Where like yeah, you kind of you have a thought that's kind of on track. Or from time to time, you thought it's like yeah. meandering into yes. things that have no context, what you think, and you keep bouncing back. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting, just so we all came together. Yeah. So I, I think I think for a lot of people, it's like you you don't know what you've just seen, yeah. but but you felt something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm uh yeah I think it's nice. I don't have thoughts about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really hard to generate. Yeah, it's proper really hard. Hard. <laughs> not generated thoughts about it. It's an experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What seeing Definitely. very fascinating, very good to watch with people. Yeah. It's great. I yeah. would want more and of films like this that mm-hmm. are that odd yeah. and make you not know what's up. It's mm-hmm. really nice to put you in that position. Yeah. And yeah, pretty mm, that's it. I think this is how yeah. it was. I don't have to talk about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. It was made. Yeah. Really said the same yeah. things. I think. Yeah. I just wonder how it would feel if I searched in script mode. Mm-hmm. How would I react? Would I be like? I could share the script hmm, with you. I'd please do. Still have it, yeah. Like, would I be like? Mm-hmm. Or would I be no, like? And, and oh, it's even okay. a, it's even a bit more crazy. Like <laughs> in the script, like there are snipers and then there's what? There's so much going on. It's yeah. really. It's really out there. I want to see yeah. it in script level because it yeah. must be fascinating. Uh, Joel, what's your choice? Uh, next one. I guess I'm going to try and go Uganda, Africa, Europe. <laughs> yeah. That's how I've chosen to break it down in my head. Let's see what he's representing. <laughs> yeah, UG all the way. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, it would be a Le Patek du Sheikh, the Sheikh's Watermelons. Yeah. Hey. From Tunisia. Yeah, 
just, yeah, I, I don't even know. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just so good. It's very uh, funny. Tunisians do have a very funny, I really like good sense of humor. Um, I think, I think almost all the, all the comedic films of program for the festival have all been like fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah and just yeah and and yeah there's all this frenchness of course in like the style of filmmaking and the cinematography even some of the acting but it still feels authentically them it references lots of social issues that are going on over there which i liked that little thread thread of like former terrorists like sneaking back mm-hmm. into uh, those northern african like arabic countries and how like governments are trying like crack down on them and like pick them up, mm. um, and yeah, it's it's something so another film uh, brotherhood. Mm. So it was it was nice to see that there's like the filmmakers so bring up yeah, yeah there's like this all this collective yeah, yeah there's a collective consciousness going on there which I found interesting. The story itself was entertaining. It was light fun. Had has has some dark shit in yeah. it, but it's really just a fun wholesome so <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so movie. Maybe it's yeah. so tragic, yeah. Yeah, it's such a good movie. Really, really good. How do Tunisians make such good movies? Man. Uh, <laughs> were you there the day? Yes, yes, oh, I watched it. I watched so, it. So good. Um, I'm going to cheat and pick two because they're from the same place. I'll mm-hmm. pick two Kenyan films that I really liked. Mm-hmm. It's The Better Option by Oprah Oyugi and mm-hmm. Tyson Offering by Tony Coros. So the better option is insane. I, mean, mm. I think it's like my number one. I just forgot Uganda because Uganda by was my number one. Take away from that festival. Because that film is so disturbing. It's, it's a film about a couple set in a room, one singular room, and they're texting their intimate, you guys. Oh, they're so intimate. And it's like, yeah, this is how it is. They're on the phone I really like the fact that they're on their phones mm-hmm. and showing each other memes guys that's how it <laughs> is but I really I really like and the film has her the the, the, the story is about her finding uh, that her boyfriend has been texting someone mm-hmm. and also her, she has been texting someone so they've both been cheating mm-hmm. and then the whole film is her deciding whether she is going to confront him about it or yeah. not but throughout this entire time, it's just a couple being in a room, mm-hmm. which is a very fascinating picture. Mm-hmm. I love, 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 love that. It's yeah. so good. And the other one is Tyson Offering, offering which is a faith, basic. Mm. Joel programmed really great faith based films <laughs> on the second yeah. day. Yeah. Tim missed day two, yes. but you missed. I would have loved that. I would have missed. Oh, there were very films critical of mm. faith that were fascinating because we know how mm. this is so true. Mm. Like, people's belief mm. is easy to manipulate and it comes too easy. So it shows the effects of that. And this preacher has a way he mimics uh, a televangelist yes, TV yes. which is so <laughs> I love it in this, in this film like him and in another film uh, the South African film they have this showing like pastors how they are all yeah, yeah. like it's so performative you get yes, this performative to be like that yeah. no you, why are you speaking like that anyway but <laughs> It's a great, yeah. So this. Uh, I think a Nigerian pastor is the best street cred, oh. apparently. 
on the yeah. continent. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really funny. <laughs> like how in the South African one, the priest had a hype woman. Yeah. And she would oh, hype yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And she was so serious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this, this, the fate, that whole film, actually, my my was just that whole day with those with those films that were critical fate. Yeah. Insane lineup, so good. Mm-hmm. Like when I watched them, I, I instantly texted Joe like, "What? <laughs> you have murdered us this time." So yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll move to my third film. Mm. Yeah, I think I'll I'll go with Brotherhood. Which was the closing film, and it was Oscar nominated. I don't yeah, know. Did they, they win? They didn't win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they're nominated. Uh, so, which country are they from again? Which Tunisia. Tunisia. Yeah. Tunisia. Yeah. They were they were in a row this year. So, <laughs> Brotherhood basically deals with uh, this family, which has one of their members. I think was the oldest brother, yeah. who goes and joins ISIS. Mm. And he kind of leaves this hole in the family, but the family moves on without him, regardless. And then after a while, as with the case, as as has been the case with most of these Syrian guys, after okay, they put in the Syrian war and ISIS and all that, they usually yeah. have to return home. So when he returns home, the film basically just shows uh, all the conflicts that arise him with his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he has come with a young bride mm-hmm. who is dressed in an entire burqa and all that, and the, of course the family. His family is a bit. They're not as conservative as most Muslims probably, so they find that disturbing. And then they also highlight his relationship with his brothers and kind of like advice he gives them. There's a scene where he tells them not to go to war or to yeah, yeah. something of the sort. Until the end, which was the most interesting part when actually then the father ends up giving him up to the authorities yeah. be- before he has realized that the son actually wasn't entirely, an entirely bad person. He had actually yeah. come to save the young bride. He saved her from another militant dozens and brought her this, uh, to his home. Yeah. yeah. And he had actually <clears> run <throat> away from them. So it was kind of like that realization at the end and that final shot of him screaming out. Yeah. yeah. That was really moving in that film. Yeah. Oh, and it was yeah. entirely, it was really an Oscar caliber f- short film, I would say. Yeah. Because it's really about now. Hardcore. Yeah. It yeah. has, it, it captures the Zedcast, at least I'm sure, in the Arab world. And yeah. They read to it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, and I guess I also don't know for sure, but but it does look like it was. Well, it does look like it was a short. Like I like that four by three perspective. Yeah. It's like even yeah. short in. It's like very yeah. old school, like yeah. cinema stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and just because uh, you're talking about like the ending scenes, mm. um, I think I'll go more into the cinematography. Mm. I just like that scene where he's like the father is like running down to the beach yeah. and he's like out of focus yeah. this, this, the, the way the film yeah. shot that was yeah. it was like so intense yeah it actually showed yeah. a panic exactly and, yeah. exactly so it's like mm-hmm. elevated emotion yes. so it felt like you panic running like in a nightmare or yeah. something running from just, thugs or something yeah it was, just, it was just brilliant and and yeah like that film coupled with the shakes watermelons mm-hmm. again I liked because like yeah, this this is like watching stuff on news, but like there's also like yeah. give it, like, we felt like I felt like we had that access like being yeah. that community and like feeling like those ground like the, the repercussions like on the ground like yeah. just these families and like you have this kid makes a bad choice comes back and it's like in that gray area of like I suppose turn your kid mm. in now yes. or like it's just happy yeah. that he's alive. That is and back. Yeah, I yeah, de- yeah, definitely made sense. It was an Oscar mm. nominated film. It was 
in a league of its own literally yeah. Yeah. <laughs> closing film yes, yes. very good closing good. film yeah, yeah. the closing image mm. on him just yes, screaming, screaming his child's yeah. name yeah. it's so heartbreaking <laughs> yeah yeah between <gasps> that they had like the casting they have such interesting yeah. faces they have the freckles and all that yeah. like I like I didn't like I didn't they look like family actually. Yeah. yeah they look like family because I couldn't tell whether that was like uh, was that like because they look like a ginger thing yeah, they're like freckles yeah. yeah 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 so I, I, yes. and I didn't know that that, that occurs like in, in, Arabs, in the Middle yeah. East yeah yeah like I had no so like when I saw the first image of the kid I was just <laughs> mind blown <Yeah. laughs> it's like this is a whole new thing I've never seen before yeah like being introduced to it's, different people it's beautiful just yeah. yeah just the texture on all their faces even the father just yeah. just like I, yeah it was silly but like I just kept admiring his profile yeah. like how straight like he had a very roman nose like a very yeah. <laughs> like those are like a straight straight jaw and everything it was well, yeah, yeah it's an amazing yeah. film yeah um, what's your choice wow that's a tough one um <laughs> my choice uh would be the culture which was a swedish film so i said i would go uganda africa europe Um so the culture I liked mostly because of the characterization and the absurdity of the situations mm. and the main character was such a specific like assembly of a human that I had not seen before like with mm-hmm. that, that was, it had a particular kind of sensitivity where it was like this kind of fuck up mm. <laughs> it was so kind of selfish mm. but pathetic at the mm. same time it was like this weird mixture yeah. of things where you don't know how to feel about him it's like you're it's like being pissed off at someone that is too weak for you to like go too hard at mm. or something and just the way the story plays out is is beautiful it's also just like oh it's this one location thing mm. it's like in this theater mm. and again also like the access into like this microculture of like the art world yeah. in like sweden like orchestras and music and stuff And you get yeah you could draw a lot of comparisons to our art like industry here as well a lot of things do pretty much cut across a situation as in like hustling to play a piano at a party yeah. <laughs> just like get trying noticed. to get noticed yeah. exactly yeah, he has his more talented sister who's yes. just like acing shit mm-hmm. and everything I, I i like that uh i think also for for me it was sunday's program i think that i enjoyed the most for like the family so mm. centric stuff that was going on with like brotherhood and family tree and with uh, yeah this one as well so yeah i really i, I like that it was interesting family dynamics it wasn't just basic stuff of someone has become pregnant and kicking out of the house. <laughs> you know you know those usual movies those usual movies. <laughs> did you feel any like similarities with that film and like the square because like, i felt it was so yes but now here's the Felt like so mm-hmm. So even the character like it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, i recently did that 2010 episode and the square was on that list i yeah. dig the square uh, like yeah. it's top notch yeah. for me in awkwardness mm. and the awkwardness of ad and someone <laughs> the pretentiousness yes, and all that yes. absolute being in an awkward world mm. yes yes i didn't like this it I think it had to do with the character the the way they formed their main character. Mm-hmm. It turned me off in ways that Yeah, he's I, a very unlikable. Yeah. He, <laughs> very unlikable. He was very unlikable. <laughs> yeah. I 
they, they were putting him in situations. <laughs> I think it's the point where you're yeah. like, you're not even trying. Like, even the setup is not, there's no place where I'm like, yeah. I understand why. I wouldn't even be like, oh, he just, he really wants to play. I'm like, dude, I, you also just, know you're yeah. blowing it for yourself. Mm. Like, I that's have you guys yeah. watched Anka Gems? No, yes, I watched Anka Gems. So, mm-hmm. Anka Gems does that yeah. better. In mm-hmm. that he's the worst. Constant, yeah. <laughs> and he's the worst. <laughs> but uh, at some point, like you end up even rooting for him. him. Yeah, they never me. made me root for him. Yeah, the guy in the yeah. square, you don't really root for him. You're just laughing at him the entire time because everything is just so ridiculous. Yeah. For this one, I was like, I have nothing to latch on at any point. Even yeah. the ridiculousness of it is too weird to a point that it's not <laughs> it's not getting to it. I don't know. Like no, the no, guy they, they, they've mean. taken his seat and then they stay on that scene and I'm like I don't know. And one shot he keeps coming yeah, back. That, that scene was shot really well. Yeah, just the I people just, around and everything. And it was such a joy watching it to that audience and like feeling them cringe like don't go back. <laughs> 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 no, but I like it. I like that it was just he is a selfish prick. The end. Yes. It was <sighs> nothing redeeming. He has no redeeming quality. Yeah, it was just a base human. Th- he was a villain essentially. Yes. Yeah. He's just fucking shit up for for everyone. But <laughs> an unwitting villain. So it's. I think I don't know if I. I just know no. <laughs> yeah. My response was no. <laughs> My response was, no. Yeah. No, it refused. <laughs> Okay, yeah. now we're not going to do picks. We're just going. I'm going to ask you about yeah, sure. certain films and talk about them. Cool. The one I'll start with, which was an interesting film, really, is Little Black Dress. Esther mm. Tillman Little Black Dress. About I, didn't, I didn't get to see that one. So, yeah. so to be joy, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to it. Oh yeah, Little yeah. Black Dress is a film. It's a feminist film for sure. Yeah, it's about a lady who's been scorned, and then her she finds a group of people who have a little black dress movement mm-hmm. where they tie a man up. I just kept saying, if you watch Gerald's game, have you watched Gerald's game? No, not. It's Gerald's game. You, yes. he, he's tied, the person is tied up, okay. and then they're tortured for something that they did wrong. Are you sure? Gerald's game is simi- completely different. No, yeah. The plot is different, different but similar. But when setup, the film yeah. started, I yes. was like, Gerald's game, game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because. The person mm, is tied up tight. for different reasons. Yeah. For different like reasons. So. But it's the whole film is like that. Mm-hmm. But also her, that's how her film is. The whole film exactly. is like that. Mm-hmm. With some flashbacks. <clears throat> but the film is good. It ends in a very beautiful way with men wearing dresses. Because they've <laughs> been hitting their balls the entire time. And my favorite thing though was the silhouette. Like literally, they've been hitting... Bruh, she's putting it politely. <laughs> by saying hitting the balls. <laughs> It's like, uh, it's like if I hit you with a knife, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pointy end of a knife, it's like, oh, I'm hitting you. I enjoyed the screening specifically because we had those, those row of noisy Kenyans behind us. And they're just doing commentary on every single thing that was happening in the movie, like blow by blow. They're just like, Quenda, what? They're like, like hello. Like, okay, we are sorry. We're like, like women, we are sorry. Because <laughs> like, the torture just went on, went on and on. And there's so much body hittings. 
I like the way you phrased it. <laughs> His balls repeatedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I did I did like it. I think I think I I fell in love with the movie really at the very end when yeah. I sort of figured out it's like this feminist uprising. Yeah. Where it's like every woman in the world has like yeah has like come together. They have this whole manifesto like this giant mm-hmm. Bible. Bible. Man, and yeah, they basically humiliate all these dudes that have like wronged them and then put them in black dresses. I yeah, I like I like the closing scene as well. I tried to watch it. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, because um, yeah, it did it did go beyond that place of because uh, I have watched some African films which are just torture porn, full stop. It's a guy getting yeah, yeah. but yeah, this had a point, mm-hmm. so it was good. Uh, what did you guys think of communion? Patients seem to Yeah, I really enjoyed communion. <coughs> I really like the actress. Uh, I think she's called Jida. I think she's called Gladys. 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 Kind of like the industry, yeah, I think. I really like communion because it deals uh, with uh, mental illness, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, there was a whole discussion there that day on also on mental illness, but in the film, the, uh, the main character kind of creates this fantasy world in their head yeah so i found that very interesting because you never know that could be probably it's it could be an as, as the director said it could be an escape thing mm-hmm. that most people probably with mental illnesses have so yeah. just showing those parallel worlds where she's in her head and she's probably this great actress reciting this thing in front of an audience mm-hmm. then coming back to see her just kind of brings to light probably the realities sometimes of mental illness yeah that people may be carrying around probably what did you think? No, I really, really liked the movie as well. I liked it, I think, on a more technical mm. than yeah. emotional level. Mm. I liked so well yeah. the cinematography. Yeah, I just like the, just the minimalism of, of how it was done. Because when I was watching it, I was just picturing the, the whole setup and the lighting. And just like what they did with that, with like so little. So shot by Gabriel. Yeah. Okay. Daka, so. Oh, do, okay. Yeah, that makes sense, man. So, no, it was a good movie. It was a great twist. And it's sort of uh, communion and family tree for me sort of had that. And, and also facing north. Had that sort of rough texture. Texture sort of like look towards like Uganda. Had a very rustic feel. It's very hard. It's very silent suffering as well, which... Which I like. That's kind of in the zeitgeist mm. of it's too impolite to <laughs> like sort of mm. voice all your shit, mm. like your problems to people. So I I love the way it was executed and just even as a portrait of loneliness, it was nice. Jida's mm. performance was yeah, brilliant. Was that, 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 that spoken word was powerful mm. as hell. No, it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Really liked it. Yeah. The slow reveal <coughs> of everything was really genius. Yeah. Um. What about Wakamba Forever? Alex Mania from Kenya. Yeah. Crazy film, man. <laughs> Did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Could you I describe it? it? Uh, so I would describe it as sort of like a satire or parody of, uh, of uh, the colonization process. Uh-huh. And uh, the director talks about it. So he was saying that it was basically sent in, set in Akamba land. Mm. And Akamba, like a particular tribe in Kenya. So I think there's something connected to between probably like the way in Uganda we probably have 
Uh, was it Henry Morton Stanley who met Kabaka Mutes mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. So I think so it's, it's kind of based around a similar <clears throat> meeting of a powerful African ruler and uh, an explorer. Yeah. So it just kind of makes like fun of the whole process of mm-hmm. of just uh, the, the explorer coming and actually laying claim to the land that <laughs> that is it is and he has found people on and kind of just bring like the ridiculousness of all that exactly. to the top. Of course... There are some moments. Of course, his shooting style is amazing. Oh yeah, it feels it's shot very dynamically. The editing is quick, mm. and also it, with yeah, guns, man. yes, yes. So I feel it was technically it was a very good movie. Yeah, and on on the level of uh, satirizing something historic, it completely achieved what it was doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really brilliant movie as well. I think it was my favorite movie of the last. Yeah, mm. or the year before, I think it came out 2018 actually. Mm. Yeah, really, really funny. Like, the sense of humor was at a level, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that I've, I've personally not yet seen, at least in like sub Saharan films. So, actually, between that and um, on the better option, mm. I think I really liked like the like how much thought went into like the humor of what they were rating there were levels levels to it no but also another thing i still show another time that yeah. room she shot yeah like when i was in kenya last basically where me you he went like for a weekend to hang out so yeah. just seeing it again also yeah 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 it was like really nostalgic yeah. i was like she actually used the room really well like yeah yeah real real place in, yeah in kenya so i was yeah. like she actually pulled off a lot she didn't need to pay for location she just got mm-hmm. her place got people yeah, and did stuff in her room, and actually, her film is showing here. Yeah, actually, that that and even little black dress, which I think mm. was also shot in sort of a similar like Kenyan like yeah. apartment yeah. thing. Just making making that space interesting is very yeah. very hard. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so those filmmakers definitely killed it. They yeah, what, yeah, what, what Kamba is brilliant as fuck. It's for it's there. It's online for free. Like yeah, on YouTube, it's on YouTube. Mini, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Yes, yeah. on YouTube. It's been there a while because they won. I think there was a Machakos uh, film festival in Kenya. I think 2018, and they were the winners. Mm. A lot of great short films actually that were produced there. Um, but yeah, it's there for free. Definitely watch it. Yeah, check it out. <clears throat> yeah, not see something feature length of. Yeah. He, has, he has a really great like comedic mind, yeah. and he's such a sharp dude as well. Yeah. <laughs> like in like in person. No, like I think right now he must just be killing it like in commercial. Like if he's doing ads or something oh, of the sort, because yes, yes. I can see his style. Oh yeah, it's just so it's like very yeah. engaging to the eye. Yeah. Like it doesn't give you a minute to rest the way he directs and yeah. edits his stuff. Man, Kenyans are impressive. Yeah, man. Yeah, also dominating, but Kenyans are dominating. Yes. <laughs> Those guys, I, I die of envy. They're dominating oh, so hard they made a pilgrimage here in full force. <laughs> <laughs> they won many. Yeah, they won many. <laughs>
I like Millet. Millet was yeah. good. Rich Lydia. <laughs> yes, Lydia Matata. And yeah, those are the ones I'll pick as ones I you didn't I like. You didn't like when air the Cora. The, the yeah, one where well, yes, she was trying to run out to play She was learning to All play. All chicks couldn't play the musical instrument, so she learned like from her mom or something. Speaks about just it was from Congo, right? Yeah, yeah Congolese yeah, culture Congo. and like dandyism and just music. How music is part <clears throat> of their culture and dance and all that. I think yeah. it really showcased all that. Yeah, it's just that, and maybe like I, I, I enjoyed Mascarpone for just the old school, like nineteen thirties mob stars. Yeah, which was yeah, it was fun. I just doing stuff with props and stuff. Same with like the Baden, which was like done with like stop motion animation. Which is a bitch to do. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, the, the little like choreographed dances they did with <laughs> puppets and everything. Yeah, that's a film though. I think where you just enjoy the technicals most. Yeah. Those I was I was very surprised by the audience's reception actually. To 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 the burden. As I was surprised that that many people were able to appreciate the humor in it, cause mm-hmm. like, cause like the worry was that people would just be like, oh fuck, this is depressing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, yeah, it's like the singing fish like won them over. It's like, yeah, bad skin. Like, what <laughs> the fish was thinking about like I have bad skin, so you know, wants mm-hmm. to be with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, funny, funny stuff. But yeah, I think that's about it. Of course, I loved every single movie in the program. Oh, Joe, twenty twenty. Oh, and yes, you can't forget that Sharon was actually the moderator. Yeah, Sharon was moderating. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Progress, yeah. progress. Yeah. It's a very, yeah. very, very unbiased Moving opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Just one thing I think needs a shout out is Lele oh, by Angela oh, Imura yeah. and it has Esther Tevandeke and Malcolm. Mm-hmm. 
friend of the podcast. It's such a small film, which is why it can pass you by. It's a scene, yeah. pretty much. And we didn't mention it, but that film was shot during the Ngalabi Masterclass of last year. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But, but, but yeah, they basically shot that in like a couple, like two, like two hours. Mm. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> so to make it that sensitive, come up with a song... Yeah, Angie. Yeah, Angie's great at songs. She downplays it. Um, like she a, comes up with tunes. Yeah, won't be a hype man for that forever. She makes great fucking musical scores for mm. her films. I wish yeah. I had that talent. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, then that's it. That was Ngalabi. Make sure you're there next year if you. Re- and this year it was at Maisha Gardens Silent Cinema, really. Yeah. yeah. So it was. And it had a big turnout, man. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. And the conversations were great. The panel and all that. Yeah, great. So, so yeah, you come also for film talk. Yes. Interesting film stuff. Just interview yourself. Just, just, just sit alone. Just sit solo. Yeah. Just sit solo. Record your memoir. Chapter one. It was a rainy morning. Like how how long before did you know about? Maybe two weeks. Two weeks. Huh? Yeah, 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 it was like a was like yeah, was a time. Yeah. I ran the questions through this through people. It was yeah. it was fine. It was smooth. You actually have to run it through people. Yeah, first but then I don't get to ask everything. I pick what I feel um, in the moment. Mm. But that's yeah. okay. That's it. That's <laughs> it, guys. That was Ngalawi. Joel was a dopus curator. Sharon was a dopus moderator. Was a dopus guest. <laughs> 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 so we all contributed. <laughs> no, that's true. Man. You, you, you bought your ticket. Yeah, bought my ticket. <laughs> Yeah.